This is Saturdays in Tassie with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves. David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves with you on a glorious, chilly but sunny Hobart morning. Great to have you with us. We're going to evolve back into the... I'd said how it's too early to talk about footy, but TW Sharon time. Recently retired, great from the Richmond Football Club. Author. Um, I'm not sure if he's bought a plane yet, but I know it's on the agenda. Good morning to Jack Revolt. How are you going, pal? Gentlemen, how are we all? Super. How are you going? Not too bad, David. Not too bad. And Brett, um, <laughs> just driving out to Knox City in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne to go and do a two-hour book signing. Obviously exciting, launching the book during the week. But um, out to see the uh, people of Knox City today. Firstly, David, tell us about the book, Jackie Boy, because uh, The Bright Side, it's called. You'll, you'll forever be linked to that song, which is a, a beauty. You did, yeah. and, and you did a great job, a surprisingly good job, singing that song in front of so many people. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I thought it was tremendous. Okay. T- tell us about the book, Thanks, mate. Brett. How's that come about and um, what does it involve? <laughs> well, it sort of started about 18 months ago, Brett, where it's sort of like uh, maybe they thought my, my year was going to yeah, my career was going to finish last year, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's got the ball rolling. Um, we're sort of putting all the things together. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually quite an interesting um, project to do, writing a book, because you've got to sort of decide what people would like to read about and what you maybe want to keep a little bit sort of close to the chest, but um, yeah, it was, it was good fun. It's actually quite a good way to, um, to unpack a few things that happen in your life. Some of them, obviously, a little bit difficult and then some of them fairly glorious as well to, to sort of relive that journey. And now it's all in, I think, about 300 pages and people can, can go and can go and just delve a little bit deeper into, obviously, my, my life in Tassie uh, and, and my life here in Victoria in the AFL. Forwarded by Jared Whiteley, of course. Um, how many how many book signings have you been to yet? I've got I've set the overs and unders at 13. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've only been to three or four flash. This is the fourth one. Okay. Um, I'm, um, I've, I've got a, a nice little window that I can do stuff in, which is between ten and two on the weekdays. That's when the kids are at daycare, and I yes. can um, shoot out to the, um, to the suburbs of Melbourne and sign the, the books for the faithful. Um, but yeah, no. So I've been, been getting around a little bit. It was uh, at uh, Chadston yesterday. Today, uh, no, sorry, I was at Fountain Gate yesterday, out um, Kassam Kim territory, and uh, that's today four, and then out to, to Knox today. But I am coming down to Tasmania. I've received a, um, a few bits of social media asking when I'm coming to Tassie, and I'll be in Hobart uh, at Dimmicks on the 17th, Burnie uh, on the 18th. 4:30. Well, let's let's, let, let's clarify the date. I've got the times oh, here. 4:30. You know, I don't. 4.30 p.m. Yep, at Dimmicks on the 17th. Now, that's a Friday, um, yep. Brett. So we'll, we'll um, yep. see if we can pop down there. I'm sure we'll get down there as well. Uh, 18th, you're at um, not just books, at Wilson Street in Burnie, 9.30 in the morning. 
and then screaming back up to Launceston, Petrarch's Bookstore, 89 Brisbane Street, Lonnie, 12.30 to 2pm. So that'll be good. You'll enjoy that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's um, good to go, uh, good to come home. I always love, love getting on the plane and coming home to, to Tassie, wherever it is, um, not just Hobart, where I'm from, but uh, yeah, it's good to, to jump back on the bird and get back down there and and uh, get back to, to where it all started for me, and it's sort of a bit of a um, it's a bit of a light version of uh, of obviously my work that I'm doing with the uh, with the, the Tasmanian team, where we'll be heading to uh, to the communities around Tassie and, and starting to, to start that exciting project. Yeah, well, let's let's uh, let's talk about that role, which you know for, for you is a, a huge honour, I'm sure, to to, to be involved. Uh, in that process, um, scouting the state for intel on on culture and and, and what makes Tasmanian football uh, great. How did how did that come about? I mean, obviously, you know, you 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 very publicly put your hand up and said, "I, I want to be involved." But this role in particular seems like it's 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 really custom for you. Yeah, it's interesting, but like I, I, I sort of said, and, and I've been through the journey of just saying, "Look, hey, however I could help, I'd love to to." to help give back and, and, and impart some of the, I'll call it wisdom, but other people might call it other things that I've learnt over the um, over the, the period of time that I've been playing in the AFL. And, and even previous to that, be, being from Tasmania and understanding the process of, of moving to the mainland to play um, in, uh, in in the biggest competition. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a fairly organic process, actually. I sort of found myself just shooting off to a meeting with a few other Tasmanian football greats and obviously... Grant O'Brien, who was the chair of, of, of the board, and, and yeah, they, they sort of liked what they heard from me, and then from there it's just sort of evolved, and that will be probably the, I mean, the, the word evolve will be one that the board will be leaning on a little bit over the first sort of 12 months of setting this up, is that we sort of have a bit of an idea of the direction we're going to go, but we will be guided by the, the public, and we'll be guided by a lot of things to, to, to where we take the team and, and how we start to develop it. It is very exciting, and that will be, I know, that you will enjoy getting out to, whether it be Penguin or Alveston or Bichino or Scottsdale. And I think that's the that's the important part of the, the whole journey now is the fact that, you know, and there's a lot of centric people down here in Hobart that, you know, this is this is where it's going to be played, etc. but it... It is far much bigger than that, isn't it? And it really is something that I know you and I have talked about is this thing which was just going to galvanise it all, us all wherever we live on the Apple Isle. Yeah, you're right, Flash. It's, um, it's not about um, going to the, the, the major metropolises and uh, there's obviously an aspect of going to, to the major metropolises and finding out what football in Tasmania means to the people of, of say, Hobart and, and Launceston. Um, some of our, our great stories and our great players, and, and, and when I say great, doesn't mean that they've had to have played at, at AFL level or, or at the, the top level of, of AFL, um, our women's, the women's league as well. It's actually um, some of our greats never made it that far. So it's going and discovering those stories and, and, and hearing what is important to the people of Scottsdale, as you mentioned, um, of Queenstown, where I mean, the famed gravel oval is, is spoken about in not just Tasmanian folklore, but, but Australian football folklore. So it's actually going there and hearing those handmade salt of the earth stories that will be able to be transitioned into a professional um, professional sporting organisation. And 
that's our point of difference. It's, so we've got this amazing history that has been um, has been based on community, and it makes sense to base. Yes, this is a big business and it's a big team, but it still makes sense to base it on the community because we know it's a we know it's a proven method to, to success and, and and having people feel like to have that sense of belonging to the team. So, Jack, when you when you've I mean you've just written a book, and so you've obviously reflected on your life and and no doubt gone back to your uh, your junior days. You know, coming through as a young man playing senior footy for for Clarence. When you when you reflect on that time, what what is it that stands out about football in Tasmania uh, that 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 does make it so great through through your own experiences? That's the uh, the million dollar question, Brad. It's, uh, it's a, I think it's different to everyone. Um, in terms of what they see as the golden thread for, for Tasmanian football. For me, uh, when, I, when I think of what makes Tassie football special, um, so I, obviously gr- I grew up in, in Belreve in, in the heart of the Clarence Football Club zone and territory. My, my father played 297 games for, for Clarence. But the, the moments that I remember um, from being a young kid are getting the Mercury for about seven days before Clarence played in a grand final, actually sitting there with my my, uh, my mum and my brothers and cutting up little tiny squares to stand over the um, stand over the race at the Doug Place stand um, in, uh, in North Hobart and then throwing it over the top of the players as they ran out, whether it be the 19s, the reserves or the seniors. I, I look at that as, uh, as why it sort of seems a bit trivial to some people, but I see that as the essence of football and, and, and how connecting football can be. So it's encapsulating little moments like that, little things that have happened along the journey that are actually really, really bloody important um, and to the bigger picture. So, yeah, it's, it's those sort of stories that I'm looking about, looking forward to hearing um, and also looking forward to telling as well and, and relaying them back to, to the board and back to the people of Tassie that this is who we are and this is who we want to be going forward. Now, t- tell me about your um, current situation. You obviously recently retired from the AFL. Uh, you've got your leadership um, business, which your dear wife Carly has been a huge part of it. I imagine you're going to be doing some footy next year. Uh, how many cashy offers have you had to play footy next year? <laughs> uh, I've had a couple. Um, <laughs> I've had a couple. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, David, the one you like that's cash. on the radar for me. No, no, that's not true, David. Um, that's completely not true. But you've hitched your wagon to me a few times, so um, you're welcome. <laughs> the, one, the, one that, the one that keeps coming back to me is a yearning to return home at some point um, and maybe, maybe pull, on the, um, pull on the mighty red and white for, for or, or a game, just to, just to, um, I don't know, it's where it all started for me. Um, and it's important to me, it's, it's made me who I am. There's people that still are at that football club that were there when I was starting up in terms of property stewards and, and uh, board members and just people that generally hang around and help the football club, that it would be great at some point to to duck back and, and, and maybe play uh, uh, one game down there under Spear. So it would be, uh, that's, that's an interesting one. It's, I, I don't know whether it comes to fruition, but it still pops up in my mind every now and then. 
Well, what, what, do you think, need, what do you need to qualify? Well, I was going to say, I th- I think, three games, four I th- games, well, plus I don't finals, think it's about down. finals for you, Jack. Oh, I, 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 I love the, No, I love the sentiment in, in that. And, mm. and I think hats off to, it speaks to your humility that you haven't forgotten the property stewards and you haven't forgotten the people that were there who helped you achieve something unbelievable. You've had an extraordinary career and there are people that have helped push you, mentor you uh, in, into, that, into that situation. So for you to want to come back and be able to give back to those people, I think is, is really special. Um, and just to add to that humility, I think it was great that you, you actually told us that the million dollar, you've, you've actually given us your salary for you to come down and, and, and ask all these questions of Tasmanian people. You, you've labelled it the million dollar question. It'd be the only so place spend, he wouldn't be spend, asking money for. Was spend your million wisely. opening up these wallets and saying, fill it up. Uh, I love this idea. Jackie Boy, oh, and I think it's. Um, I think that would be a, a great thing. I mean, it might be the last year too. So footy next year, Lord, I've got a stacked too. deck. Maybe you can get three or four games out plus finals. I would find it hard to believe, as I have to let you go, that you would just play one game and not want to play a couple more. Come on. Oh, it depends how I went, to be honest. Flash. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I, I haven't had a look at, at Lord Dale. Apparently, Lord Dale. Obviously, stay chatty's that the, the charity game for that game there. That yes. That is appetising. That is appetising. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well done, mate. Thanks for joining us. The book is called The Bright Side. We're going to be in Hobart on the 17th, Bernie on the 18th, and Launceston on the 18th. Great to have you with us, mate. You've turned 35. You're eligible for Super Rules now. Uh, welcome to the club, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, and for all the punters out there, I had Craig Newton on today. Sulcum in the cup. Um, Hits. Yeah. Sulcum in the cup. There you go. Jack Revolt joins us this morning. You're here with Flash and Jeeves. We'll go to a break and come back shortly.